Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, you are about to hear my conversation with Henrik Lund, the CEO of Naturally Foods. Naturally Foods is a cross-category vegan brand that produces plant-based options, um, dairy products, like, for example, uh, its famous oats drink without any added sugars, alternatives to meat like burgers, uh, patties, minced uh, kind of beef, but not beef as you can imagine because it's vegan, um, alternative to chicken. Um, also, it produces alternatives to butters, and as a brick for cooking, um, alternatives to ice creams. And uh, Hendrik thinks that their ice cream is the best ice cream ever. Around, uh, so they have around 60 products in their range. They strive hard every day to embrace mainstream consumers, to help consumers to be the change and try a greener diet with benefits for themselves and the planet Earth. Our conversation was um, uh, really interesting, guys. You're going to learn um, a lot about how uh, peas and beans turn uh, into ice creams or milks or um, minced beef or a burger. Uh, how does it happen exactly, right? So you're going to learn more about this process. Uh, and then also you're going to learn uh, about some of the ingredients uh, that are put into uh, vegan products and why they're put there. Um, so it's an interesting conversation that you're going to learn more about products that are entering your plate, your food plate uh, today. And you're going to know more about our food system and uh, some of the products, uh, alternative vegan products on the market. So without further ado, please enjoy our interesting, educational, and fascinating conversation with Henrik Lund, the CEO of Naturally Foods. Our brand, Naturally, which is, uh, we are situated in, uh, in Denmark, the little kingdom of Denmark. Uh, and our uh, company was founded many years ago, back in 1988. Oh, wow. So actually, Naturally is uh, the pioneer in Denmark when it comes to to plant-based um, products within uh, food solutions. Didn't know that. The fun fact is that for the first 25 years, uh, we only had seven products, and that was um, alternative to milk, mm -hmm. you know, soy drink, rice drink, almond drink, uh, oat drink. And then uh, later, actually, um, five years ago, uh, because uh, we have a lot of followers on... Um, on social media, we have 350,000 people who are following Naturally on Instagram and Facebook. And um, we have a lot of interaction with them. Uh, our community, they help us, um, giving us ideas for new products, uh, helping us with, with the, their recipes, how they use our products and so on. And uh, for many years, they asked us, couldn't you go into other categories than milk alternatives? And then five years ago, we said, yes, we're going to do, uh, we, we're going to make a swift. Uh, we will make naturally a cross category brand. 
and uh, today we are in, in dairy, we are in the fresh meat aisles in the supermarkets, we are in frozen, we have frozen meat substitutes, we have our own vegan ice cream factory, mm -hmm. we are also in, uh, in, in dry grocery and uh, in, uh, in, in confectionery. Um, so I actually think that when you see the world of plant-based food brands today, we're one of the only brands that um, are cross-category. Mm -hmm. uh, and 95% of the products we produce uh, in uh, our five factories in, uh, in Denmark. Yes, so you are popular, I guess, <laughs> in Denmark. Uh, did you, <laughs> by the way, guys... Yeah, we are uh, very popular in Denmark. And uh, it's also because the DNA in, in Naturally is taste. Everything mm -hmm. about about taste and uh, we strive to to deliver a really high quality and um, we also strive to to uh, make plant-based products that works one-to-one -one with the um, versus the the animal uh, alternatives um, and what do you mean by high quality you know uh, i often hear you know this like words high quality but what exactly does high quality mean for you as a brand how do you like source your uh, yeah. ingredients and produce your products? Exactly. Uh, priority one is the taste. Taste is everything. Uh, if the product doesn't taste good, the consumer will never buy your products again. Um, but quality is, is, uh, is much more than only taste. It's also functionality and, and of course, quality like in in the in the freshness of the of the product um, and uh, to give you an example i can say that that our meat substitutes that we in denmark and in in other countries for example in in the uk and in australia they are placed in the meat aisle um, mm -hmm. together with the, with the, with with meat uh, we have we have uh, a shelf life of 24 days on our chilled products and you can only have that kind of, of shelf life issue if you produce a very, very high quality and, uh, and you produce it under, the, under very, very strict uh, risk assessment uh, when it comes to hygiene and, and uh, quality. So um, that, is, that is something that is, that is very important for our company. Um, you have quite a lot of products that you mentioned, right? Um, and I'm curious, as a lot of listeners, I'm sure, are too, uh, how exactly do you turn different plant ingredients like peas or beans or, uh, you know, all of these uh, ingredients or nuts or oats uh, into, into a substitute of some sort? Like, how does a pea become some sort of meat or, um, yeah, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you walk uh, us through a little bit of the process? That's it it's, it it uh, it is very simple, but the process is very complicated. Um, but if you take the the pea, uh, then you you have the the small green peas and you you dry them and you uh, because you want to remove uh, the water content, um, and then you um, you make it into uh, a flour. Um, and then you actually run it through uh, what you call a texturizing process. And you can do either dry texturizing 
uh, or you can do wet texturization. And um, then it then comes out and looks like a a little uh, like a like a snack, like if you if you took a potato chip. Um, mm -hmm. And then then you have the the a a concentrated protein uh, content in in this uh, little snack, and that you can use in your in your production of, uh, for instance, meat substitutes. And then you would again tumble it with adding water, adding spices, adding uh, fat, um, and uh, you would tumble and process it, and then you uh, run it through, uh, yeah, some of the same machinery that you see in a in a slaughterhouse. And uh, the only difference is that that we don't kill any animals, and then we uh, mm -hmm. we can produce something that looks like meat but isn't meat. It's made out of plants but you can use it for the same purposes in the kitchen as you do with minced beef so so it's actually um yeah it, it is taking the finest uh, proteins from from nature and um and process it into a, a unique uh, plant protein that you can uh, use in your production to make an offer and deliver the same high standard when it comes to product quality each time you, you deliver to uh, to your customers and, and to the consumers um, you know like um, a few questions I have uh, about this process like could you explain in a couple of words what is texturizing um, I, like I just don't think I understand and a lot of like listeners understand what exactly it means like uh, is anything removed from the um, source ingredients or added during that no time? no uh, it, it's um, you, you take you you make a dough you take the mm -hmm. the plant protein concentrate mm -hmm. and you uh, add water and you make a dough and you run it through um, a uh, it, it's like a snail uh, mm -hmm. and with different zones where you treat uh, the um, the dough with different kinds of temperatures and the snail can can run uh, forwards and backwards and okay. and during this time it's in the in the, in the snail uh, you you uh, it it the, the, that's where the the texturization happens okay um, so it's so more like temper changes of temperatures and i guess pressure maybe right exactly okay exactly. um uh, I'm also, you know, curious always as a nutritionist, uh, why there are so many other ingredients usually besides their like, you know, peas and spices. Like uh, specifically, I'm curious about uh, oils, like different kinds of fats and oils that are not naturally in those products. And then um, some of the uh, maybe things like like different fibers. Um, why do like companies add those to the products? Like, what's the main reason? Because if you if you go to one of the if you go to a real burger joint mm -hmm. and get a real uh, beef patty in your hamburger, um, I I will guess that the the fat content of of that burger uh, patty is uh, between twenty and twenty five percent because the the fat. Um, First of all, it, it, it holds the product together, it binds, it gives uh, some taste, 
And um, we, we are aiming for the same thing when we, we do meat substitutes, because mm -hmm. if you didn't add any fat, it would be a very uh, dry experience uh, frying it on your pan or on the barbecue. So the, the fat, first of all, it, it is uh, part of the binding uh, system in your product. Mm -hmm. And it also uh, adds to the juiciness you want in the product. Um, and, and we use uh, coconut oil and, and rapeseed oil in, in combinations. Uh, and, uh, and that works really, really well. Um, what are the qualities of those oils? Like how are they made? I'm sure you are asked that question a lot. Like, are they, um, you know, cold press? Are they um, some refined or made some other way? When, when, we, uh, when we use uh, rapeseed oil, we use refined uh, rapeseed oil because uh, other, otherwise, if you're a mainstream consumer buying a, a, a meat substitute, you would, the, the product, and also the same comes for the, goes for the, the coconut oil. Uh, if you use cold-pressed um, oils, Mm -hmm. uh, your product would taste of uh, coconut and uh, rapeseed, and it would uh, totally overdose anything else that you, you put into the product. So we use refined uh, vegetable oils. You know, in, in Denmark, we have uh, these beautiful rapeseed fields all over the country right now, actually, with the, with the yellow um, flowers and, and mm -hmm. uh, very, very beautiful. So, so uh, we use rapeseed oil and, and coconut oil. For, for the meat substitutes, mm -hmm. when it comes to our um, our another famous naturally product, the, our naturally spreadable mm -hmm. uh, vegan butter that actually tastes like butter, but is 100% plant-based, we use coconut oil, rapeseed oil, and also shea uh, butter oil uh, from, from shea nut. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for sharing, um, you know, because... Um, these days like there are so many products and um a lot of people just want to understand like why it's made this way and why what what's added to you to the products and why it's there um i also wanted to ask you let me see um, um nutrition what do you pay attention to when it comes to nutrition like nutrient content uh, maybe you know amount of protein or fat or carbs or vitamins and minerals like what is important to you when you make your products uh, we we are focused on the not getting too uh, high uh, salt uh, content mm -hmm. um, when it comes to meat substitute for example uh, if it, if it, uh, and and also very very uh, careful about the the amount of fat in in our mince product we have uh, we have a ten percent fat content, uh, and then we also look very much on uh, on the protein content uh, that it levels with uh, if you had a, a a animal alternative that you get the the same amount um, of of protein. Um, uh, if you make a, a, a sauce bolognese or lasagna with, with a plant-based uh, minced product uh, versus the, the minced beef. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that we are focused on when it comes to meat substitutes, when it comes to dairy products, we look very much on the, also the, uh, the differences between the, the different kinds of uh, fats, uh, especially on saturated uh, fat. 
that this that that we have the the right uh, balance uh, between the the different uh, fat types, um, and uh, also that we we add, uh, for instance, calcium. So you get on mm -hmm. in a in a chocolate drink, you can get the same level, same amount of of calcium as you get from uh, cow milk. Um, and we're also looking very much into adding uh, vitamins, uh, like uh, vitamin B12, B2, D uh, vitamin. So um, that, that you have some n uh, nutritional benefits uh, from, from the naturally plant-based products as well. Okay. Um, sounds good. Uh, do you compare by any chance um, uh, nutritional profiles when it comes to vitamins and minerals to um, some of the meat products like maybe beef you know that is usually higher in zinc um, do you compare those things or yes yes we, we have been been looking into that but actually when it comes to meat substitute we're not that eager to add uh, iron zinc and and these kinds of, of minerals um, because we we very much believe in naturally in, in uh, clean label products. So we do our utmost to, to not having uh, those very, very long uh, uh, ingredient lists on the, on the products. Um, and because we also believe when, when you're going from, uh, if we're talking meat, if when you're going from meat uh, to plant-based, uh, it will be a journey that is divided into phases. You know, the, the first thing you do is, buying something that looks like meat, but it's made out of plants. That's mm -hmm. pretty easy because that, that way you, you can uh, identify with your, with your eyes that, wow, it looks like something that I used to, mm -hmm. to work with in my kitchen. So um, it, it sort of uh, unmystify uh, the product. And that is a good example for that is the naturally minced. Mm -hmm. We also believe that, that the next phase uh, for mainstream consumers coming into plant-based would be to um, and not them uh, to, to uh, work themselves in their kitchens with with vegetables and we also looking into to doing more uh, could you say whole food products made out of uh, very very few ingredients that is um, you know really really uh, transparent products that is what we uh, strongly believe in and that mm -hmm. we are on a journey where we will end in in a, in a landscape of plant-based products that won't look like meat, and they will have uh, all colors from from nature, and and uh, it will actually just be a, a new food culture that we are mm -hmm. building. But you know, the the journey towards that, uh, we need to have something that looks like what people are eating in their daily lives. Mm -hmm. um, so that is what we believe in. Um, yeah, but uh, we pay we pay attention to the nutritional facts because I also strongly believe that on the backside of COVID nineteen, uh, uh, the humankind will will have a um, there will be a huge focus on on uh, your own individual health. How can I secure that if we ever and and we hope not uh, a, a pandemic will will uh, um, hit the world again that I can secure that I won't be in the, in the group of, uh, of uh, risk for, for getting this uh, pandemic. How can I secure that I have the, the best health? What can I do of nutritional benefits to my, 
to my own uh, body and soul. Um, so therefore, we are we are very um, involved in in uh, in the nutritional side uh, of our products. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy to hear that. You know, because yeah, especially you know with this pandemic, it made it clear that um, people do need to pay more attention to nutrition because it seems that the most severe cases are with people who are not paying too much attention to nutrition and lifestyle and specifically deficient. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And you can say that uh, yeah, right now we are in, in six different uh, science uh, projects with, with Danish university where we, uh, universities where we are looking into uh, all the, the lovely types of legumes that we have um, and, and looking into what, what benefits uh, we can have from each type of legume into a plant-based product uh, mm-hmm. to have a very, very strong nutritional uh, uh, list on the product and benefits and and for instance from nature you can find uh, a lot of the the uh, amino acids that that we uh, we need in uh, in our diet um, so so this is something that we focus uh, very much on in mm-hmm. our work yeah it's it's amazing you know and i absolutely love uh, your approach and vision that you you understand that you know it's two-step process. Like first, you want people to transition to more familiar foods, but plant-based, and then to uh, more natural foods that are naturally plant-based and don't look exactly. like any meat. So that's exactly. amazing. And and, uh, uh, and an example is that we are involved in a in a science project uh, that is funded by the Danish government, um, and uh, it runs uh, for three years together with the, with the Danish uh, technolo- Technological uh, University. Um, and uh, it, it uh, goes, uh, this, this product is about if we can extract plant protein from grass. You know, green grass mm-hmm. grows everywhere. And, uh, you know, grass, it grows 90% of the year. You can harvest it maybe 12 times a year. And it has a uh, a high uh, uh, content of protein. It has uh, a lot of the essential uh, amino uh, acids. So uh, we're actually uh, trying to do that uh, through uh, refinery uh, uh, sessions on the on the grass. And um, and in time, we will uh, hopefully uh, could could, could be, be able to use it for for human consumption. Uh, and I think that that is a project with a with a huge potential, um, because we know for a fact that that uh, not many years from now we will be much more people on planet Earth, and we will have to to eat and drink differently and more sustainable than we do today, because otherwise we won't have enough farming land uh, to uh, to feed um, all people on on uh, this beautiful Earth. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's of course, uh, e- uh, using much less animals uh, and just in general also wasting much, much less because it's estimated that we like waste 30% of our food uh, and then just, you know, maybe making our eating habits as a society in general more ordered, not like all over the place, like too much of one thing and too little of the other thing. So. Um, I'm also very hopeful, you know, about that future where we have something better. 
something more sustainable. Yeah, and of course, it, it won't happen uh, tomorrow. And, and uh, it's not black or white. Uh, it's not either or. It's it's um, it's it's nudging mainstream consumers to eat more plant based. And they, when they start eating more plant based, because I haven't always uh, been only a, a, a plant eater. I'm mm-hmm. drinking. Uh, thousands of liters of cow milk and eating a lot of uh, meat but um, you you feel on your own body when uh, when you go plant-based uh, 100% that you get so much more energy your your body uh, doesn't use all the energy on on uh, digesting uh, all the animal protein um, so, so you get a, a very very good digestion and and it just frees energy uh, for your daily life, and I, I think that is one of the the wonderful effects uh, by um, shifting to a plant based diet. Uh, apart from that, it's it's very uh, climate friendly uh, when it comes to uh, what we have to do to to fight climate change uh, as we see it. Because uh, I think we can agree on that COVID nineteen is is uh, is um, a, a terrible. Uh, uh, pandemia, but but climate changes that will be uh, even worse if it doesn't uh, do something and, and fight uh, the the increasing temperatures all over the world. Yeah, I agree. We, we definitely need to address it, and food is one of the um, biggest like systems that affect our whole Earth, everyone on Earth. So uh, we'll all be working on it for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, now let's go into more fun part of uh, not only brand and foods. Um, so you mentioned that you are entirely plant-based. You are eating only plant foods. How long have, have you been eating this way, by the way? That I have done uh, over two years now. And uh, yeah, it's just lovely because it, it was actually a, a natural uh, weight loss, because that is, that is one of the, the fantastic uh, things for when, when you go into a balanced uh, plant-based diet, that your weight will will uh, slowly decrease, and you will you will find the the natural level uh, on your uh, could you say, or at least for me, my my normal uh, weight uh, level. So so that was lovely, losing weight and and getting more uh, energy. Super cool. Okay. Um, you know, I've been, uh, well, I was a vegan for uh, almost five years in my life, but then I transitioned to a diet with inclusion of animal products because uh, it just didn't feel right. But um, yeah. um, I'm sure for some people it might work. Um, was, uh, you know, when you learn how to get all the nutrients your body needs from plant foods. Um, you know what I'm also curious about, like when you uh, employ somebody in your company, uh, is it a requirement for all of them? To <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not a demand. It's not a demand, but uh, <laughs> no, no. And, and we have meat eaters in the, in the staff as well. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but I would say that, that for, for myself and, and our, for instance, our R&D manager, uh, it, it is a lifestyle. We, we are, uh, you could say, living uh, the naturally way, living the brand. 
so it's not uh, eight to four and then back to the barbecue and and uh, and uh, throw a, a fillet mean young on the on the barbecue uh, that doesn't work for for some of us but but it's not like that we have a demand that people should uh, <laughs> if they want to work in Chile that they should be uh, eating only uh, plant-based not at all okay but um... we are very we are very different you could say we are uh, the perception of, of Naturally uh, is that we are a startup company because we are not, um, we are very, very uh, different from, from other food companies that you see in the, in the world. Uh, we have zero structure and we have 100% culture. So we are uh, a, a culture um, born brand and um, that works for us because um, this we are in many ways a disruptive brand because speed is our competitive edge. Speed to market is everything. Mm -hmm. um, so when we when we get an idea, we want to to develop it tomorrow and launch it the day after. Uh, so we don't deal with with you know some companies they have a five years plans of what they will launch, uh, but but who knows what the the world would look like in in five years time. So we have a, a very short uh, view on the on the future, and uh, what what uh, what we work a lot with is to offer um, people who who would like a, a meat free and a milk free day a, a really really good experience with plant based food. They can take naturally by the hand and start uh, using our products from when they get up in the morning on, in the breakfast solutions. In the in the snack education times of the day and lunchtime, dinner time, and even when they're lying on their couch watching a good movie, they can start scooping <laughs> our really, really maybe I would say maybe the best vegan ice cream in the world, or maybe the best ice cream in the world. They can start scooping it directly from minus eighteen because it is so creamy and tasteful. And we uh, we actually have our own bakery where we bake. Uh, vegan inclusions, so we do our own cookie dough and and uh, those uh, types of of cake uh, inclusions into the ice cream, and all our ice cream are based on our organic uh, plant based milk uh, alternatives from Naturally. So um, yeah, uh, we are on a journey, and and uh, for us it's very important that we can offer that it it is easy to navigate when you come into a supermarket if you want to eat climate friendly plant based. Just navigate for the Naturally brand and you will be on your good way into a, a, a plant-based uh, experience. Uh, and uh, you mentioned a few countries where you, you sell. Um, can you tell us again what those are? Like yeah, yeah. It, it's something completely new for us uh, selling outside Denmark. Uh, and it all started back in, in January in 2018 when we launched as the first company in the world, a full vegan uh, meat substitute called minced that looked mm -hmm. like minced beef. Uh, so we were first mover in that segment. Uh, before that, there were other companies that had uh, plant-based patties and so on. But we believed that we want to do like a, a component product, a natural product that you bring to the consumers. They take it home to their kitchen and they do... Uh, with the with the minced what they would like to do they can fry it up like minced and use it in lasagna and 
sauce bolognese or topping on Tex-Mex, they can form a, a burger patty and make a beautiful uh, and, and really good tasting uh, hamburger. They can use it for all kinds of, um, of dishes that they would like, and they can spice this natural uh, product in, in the direction they want to take the, the uh, dinner course. So I think uh, that, that was just epic. And we, we had so much uh, media hype in Denmark uh, back in 2018 around this new product that the largest retailer in Denmark, they said, this is such a good product that we're going to place it in the fresh meat aisle. And uh, you know, uh, nationwide television, they had it in the in the news, in the newspapers on the front of the page. Now you can uh, buy plant meat in the in the supermarkets, um, alongside the 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 red meat. And uh, actually, it was such a success that after two weeks of selling, it was sold out uh, each day at uh, between ten and eleven. The stores didn't have uh, no more product. So we had to to move the production to a a larger uh, facility uh, mm-hmm. where we could uh, produce even more. And then um, I think it was a, a UK-based newspaper that thought, "What is going on in Denmark? Everybody is talking about this new product." And then they started writing about it, and supermarkets starts uh, calling us. And then suddenly here today. Two years after, we are in 17 markets around the world, as far away as New Zealand, Australia. We are in the UK, we are in Germany, Norway, a lot of countries. And, and uh, if it hadn't been for, for COVID-19, we would also be in the US. But uh, yeah, uh, we, will, we will definitely one day uh, be in the US and in Canada as well, and in, uh, in other parts of uh, America, South America as well. So it's it's been it's like a roller coaster. It's like a, a mission to Mars. Um, it's an adventure of uh, yeah, uh, totally new dimensions for uh, for the staff and uh, and all the lovely people uh, working in the, in the tour. So it's it's really fun, and um, it's so fun launching a new product in a new market uh, all the time. We just launched our. Uh, frozen range in in mm-hmm. the UK. We have a gluten free meat uh, meat free range that we just launched in in the UK. We have, uh, I would say, the best pizzas, uh, frozen pizzas in the world, Mexicana style, Capricciosa style, um, with plant based pork style on on top. It's uh, it's amazing. You have pizzas too. I I just don't see it like on your website. Maybe uh, if you go else. to um, yeah, uh, I, I think they will be on the international website uh, later this week. If you go to the Danish website, you can see the full assortment from Naturally. We have around 60 products and uh, we have 10 frozen items uh, and two uh, uh, pizzas in the assortment uh, as well. So it's frozen, frozen pizzas. And I would say if you, if you give, uh, if you bake one of the pizzas and go to a mainstream consumers and just say, would you like to have a slice of pizza? They mm-hmm. wouldn't even know that it wasn't uh, containing any uh, milk or meat because it, it is one-to-one. Uh, okay. And, and it shouldn't be, that, that's what plant-based is all about. It shouldn't be a sacrifice saying no to meat and, and milk. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember, you know, when, um, like long time ago, um, 
probably like 10 years even more uh when there was like vegan or vegan movement they had pizzas but those pizzas were you know they kind of look like pizzas but they never taste like pizzas and you yeah and you yeah. needed to use all of your imagination to like yeah, um, exactly. make you think exactly. it, but it the, this is the the real thing i think i actually it could be uh, good to to uh when when uh, Europe opens up again, I, maybe I should uh, take the electric uh, car and, and uh, drive to uh, Napoli or Rome and uh, make a pizza <laughs> test there. Uh, I think it would be great. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? It would be the definitive test. I think I would succeed with that because, yeah, really, really good products. Yeah, when you do it, uh, let me know. I'd like to, to see the <laughs> results. Do I'll do that. I promise oh. you. Uh, what about your favorite products? Like, do you use um, a lot of naturally products now, or you mostly eat other like natural plant-based foods, like you know vegetables, pulses? And oh, uh, I, of course, some of the the products I use more. Uh, a good example is our our naturally spreadable this vegan butter because this is just this is where we are beyond one to one and. In Denmark, you can find it in all supermarkets in Denmark. It's placed next to butter. Uh, in, in the UK, you can find it next to lure pack. And this product, it tastes like butter. It, you know, it, it's made from shea butter, uh, coconut oil, rapeseed oil, and then we use almonds. When you, it, it has the same uh, melting uh, points as real butter. So you mm -hmm. get totally the same experience as if you used butter. And the almond notes, they like text messaging the brain that, hey, we are in Butterland. Um, and that is just a, it, it's a product that just works beyond one-to-one. -one and, and that is so lovely. And actually, that product is in all 17 markets uh, outside Denmark today. And um, that, that is an example. And, and every, every time we develop a new product, we always uh, look each uh, other in the eyes and say it has to be as good as our naturally spreadable so that is like the kpi now for product development and innovations but uh, i use that a lot uh, mm -hmm. you can use it on your oatmeal on the bread and you can use it for for, for baking we have a like a, a product in a in a top like a vegan spreadable in the top and we also have like a vegan block where it looks like you know uh, butter in a paper mm -hmm. uh, really really good for for baking and, and frying um, so, so that I lose, use a lot, and then I, I drink uh, loads of uh, oat milk. I just love oat milk uh, and also uh, almond milk. Um, those are my, my favorites. Uh, then uh, from time to time, uh, two, three times a week, I use some of our meat substitutes uh, in the cooking. But, you know, plant-based, it also makes you curious. What can you make from, from wedges, uh, buying vegetables in the, in the supermarket? How can you, uh, how can you, you make uh, the most delicious uh, courses in the world uh, just from uh, buying vegetables and use more time in the kitchen? Because, of course, a lot of the Natura products are a helping hand in a, in a hectic everyday life. Uh, so it is all about convenience. But if you have time, uh, I indulge all people to to go in the kitchen and use more energy on um, on, uh, on 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 using vegetables, more vegetables in their cooking, uh, because it's so tasteful and 
slow cooking and frying vegetables up uh, just releases all these notes of umami and, and flavors. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's so many ways that you can combine vegetables. So that's just lovely. Um, yeah, um, you know, for me, uh, although I'm not entirely plant-based, vegetables are always a main a main course, and then yeah. the rest of the stuff is the side dish. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, it's a journey, you know. It's like uh, every time I get new vegetable, I'm like, oh, I wonder what does it taste like and what I can make out of it. It's uh, like like an adventure. Exactly. I agree completely. So um, it's just lovely and it's just getting started. Um, try uh, one day uh, each week, then two days and yeah. Um, try to, to, to come into the, the plant-based uh, universe uh, slowly, <laughs> one day at a time, that works. Uh, well, wonderful. Uh, thank you, uh, Henrik, for sharing all of this, uh, like uh, your personal vision. Yeah, thank you. But is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Like maybe your vision of the future for Naturally and food world in general. Also maybe some advice and final thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I think that we need to, to eat uh, less meat uh, for our own sake, for the, for the sake of planet Earth and also for the sake of, of animals. Um, Live kindly and uh, and eat more plants uh, would be be my best advice, um, and um, make uh, Earth green again uh, because you know the the balance between nature and man. Uh, uh, we we have to restore the balance. We, uh, we humans we we take more from nature than we give back, and and we have to restore that balance. Um, uh, for the sake of our children and grandchildren. And I think that is very important. Uh, and then, of course, I will would like to endorse everybody. Uh, if you are on Instagram, you can visit Naturally on Instagram and, and see the beautiful universe. If you want to follow me, you can go to naturally underscore Henrik. Uh, you will be very welcome to do that. Or you can also visit our website um, at um, naturally slash foods. Mm -hmm. uh, dot com. Yeah, and I'm gonna share all these links in the show notes. Ah, this is beautiful. Very nice. Listeners could just Very click and look. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I would like to to wish uh, all the listeners uh, a wonderful summer and and take care of there and uh, yeah. And then then we are, I think we all look forward to ending this uh, COVID nineteen nightmare and get on with our lives and that the the world can open up again. Yeah, uh, for sure. We are all looking forward for that. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's been something for all of us. Um, thank you, Henrik, again, for taking the time for sharing all these, uh, you know, facts and information and your personal passion um, for Naturally Foods. Uh, I'm sure a lot of listeners learned a lot. Uh, and probably a lot of listeners will look into different uh, plant-based options available uh, to either yeah. and choose uh, those with a big naturally on the on the packaging <laughs> all right yeah but, uh, thank thank you for uh, thank you for having me it, it was uh, a pleasure talking to you angela yeah it was amazing thank you henrik and i wish you a wonderful rest of the day and a great summer and we'll stay in and the same to you cheers 
So guys, you just listen uh, to our conversation with Henrik Lund and you probably can't wait to try some of those uh, amazing mouth-watering, I don't know, burgers or maybe ice creams or Sprite balls. But before you do that, I'd like to share with you uh, why I don't use any of those products, naturally foods, including um, the main reason behind uh, me uh, not recommending and not using any of those products, uh, the main reason is vegetable oils. Naturally Foods brand, for example, they use um, rapeseed oil and refined coconut oil. Uh, in some products, they also sell canola oil. And all of those oils are refined because uh, refined oils, well, first of all, as we talked on the podcast, they do not have any specific taste that help, that help it to meld with whatever they're added to to create the texture without any like coconut flavor or i don't know olive oil flavor or rapeseed um flavor right but they also are more shelf stable but guys uh refined oils uh from all the information that i have at my disposal uh from uh, some of the lead nutritionists, uh, like Dr. Kate Shanahan, who wrote Deep Nutrition, who is also uh, a nutritionist on board of some famous sports team like um, Los Angeles Lakers, and that has been working with a lot of celebrities and athletes. So, for example, on her website what can we read about uh, refined oils and refining process so the refining process not only strips away antioxidants antioxidants it makes polyunsaturated fats toxic by exposing them to heat pressure metals and bleaching agents this chemically alters the molecules into a wide variety of potent toxins with long names that I'm not going to bore you with. These molecules are toxic because they promote free radical reactions that damage our cellular machinery, including mitochondria or energy-producing cells of our energy-producing plants of our cells, hormones, receptors, enzymes, and DNA. And then a little bit more about the refining process, again, from the same website. Give me a few seconds as I find this extract about the process of refining of our oil. So refining. This is performed to remove the free fatty acid, which would contribute to a rancid taste, or basically it will make oils go bad. That is not necessarily a bad thing because whole foods do go bad. And when you do something to make them not go bad, that is usually not a great news. This is accomplished with either an acid or bleaching agent. And what is, you know, bleaching, for example? This is performed to remove chlorophyll, or that stuff that makes the plants green. Chlorophyll must be removed from polyunsaturated fats because it promotes rapid oxidation or going bad of those fats and would lead to a very sludgy, sticky oil that wouldn't pour out of the bottle very well. While bleaching improves the pore ability, it also generates partially oxidized polyunsaturated fats compounds. 
These are highly toxic compounds that promote oxidative stress in our bodies and can damage our DNA. And then after bleaching in refining, there is also coming deodorizing. That is performed to remove flavored compounds that Henrik was talking about on our podcast so they don't taste like coconut or anything, which would come from chemicals originally present in the seed, like <clears throat> coconut or rapeseed. And so the process of deodorizing removes flavor compounds, as well as byproducts of the above steps of refining, like bleaching and other. Deodorizing is performed by heating the oil again to 265 degrees Celsius or 500 degrees Fahrenheit and forcing steam through it to try to capture the volatile materials and all the flavor compounds. So as you can see, guys, refining process is basically what you would do, what you would do if you decided to heat up your oil to like 300 degrees and then bleach it with different agents and then consider that healthy food. Like I'm having hard time considering that to be a part of a healthy diet on a regular basis. And that's why I personally would never recommend any products, vegan or not, with those oils. But um, it's not at all the problem of vegan products. Actually, Henrik's company, Naturally Foods, they have really clean ingredient list and amazingly pure intentions to make the best product for us and the planet. But the more research needs to be done uh, for these specific vegetable oils, refined oils ingredients. And this is not the problem at all, again, of vegan foods. So, like, if you take regular pizza, you're going to find there trans fat, hydrogenated oil, and all the stuff, plus the uh, animal products with antibiotics and hormones. So that is definitely worse. Naturally Foods, they, again, have really amazing ingredient list, except for those oils that I would really, really reconsider um, if I was the company equally dedicated to human health as the health of the planet. So... Uh, what you would do, it's up to you guys. Um, and this is the end of our podcast today. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.